You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. A good Friday show for you. Got a little bit of an update from Joey's season filming right now, episode seven in Jasper, Alberta, Canada. We're going to talk a little bit about what Serene said yesterday on Caitlin Bristow's podcast, which traces back to what I reported back in June. We're going to talk uh, a little bit about Survivor. We're also going to talk about The Golden Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise. A lot went down on Paradise last night. I got a lot of thoughts on that. And we have new challenge winners. The Challenge USA Season 2 is complete. Your winners were crowned last night. One guy, one woman, $250,000 each. We'll talk about that. I'll give you my thoughts on the finale. And we'll get to all that momentarily. Right off the bat, just a long night last night. I mean, my gosh. I'm glad that the challenge came to an end last night because that eliminates one show. I have to watch on Thursdays. But, you know, three hours of Golden Bachelor in Paradise, and then I go right into watching the recorded live eviction of Big Brother. So I normally don't start recording my Thursday or my Friday podcast, the one you're hearing today, until about... 1045, 11 o'clock my time, central time on Thursday night. Well, I had to throw in the challenge since it was the last episode. I didn't want to wait till the weekend because I would have found out who the winner was. So right now I'm recording this at 1230 in the morning. Latest I've recorded in a while. Just because I had that, I was watching, obviously had the baseball game on in the background last night. I had the football game on in the background last night. Just uh, anyway. All right, let's get started. First off, not a ton to report on Joey's filming. The first day of filming in Jasper, Alberta, Canada was yesterday. I know what the date was. I just don't know who was on it. It was a tennis date. I mean, not surprising we were going to have a tennis date this season considering Joey's job is a professional tennis player and an instructor who teaches people tennis. And they played tennis. I just don't know who it was with. So... One-on-one date yesterday, tennis, that's all I got for you. <laughs> Hopefully, maybe a picture will get out later on. Maybe a picture will get out today. We just don't know. We're at the mercy of somebody out in Jasper, Alberta, Canada, posting something somewhere or sending it to me. So we shall see, but I would think I'm going to be able to get some spoilers of what happens in Jasper at some point. So that's the only spoiler I have for you in regards to Jasper, Alberta, Canada, yesterday for episode seven. All right, let's talk about Serene going on Caitlin Bristow's podcast and essentially confirming what I had told you guys back in June, which was that the video I had of Brandon in a club with a woman that wasn't Serene did happen while he was with Serene, and that's why three days later they announced their breakup. Serene had never addressed this publicly uh, until yesterday's podcast with Caitlin. If you don't remember, Cinco de Mayo weekend, I had gotten a tip about a video that was circulating regarding Brandon in, in a club with another woman. Now, I didn't think much of it because, as you know, like I don't run with stories anymore unless the person coming to me with info puts their name behind it or provides any evidence. All I heard was there's a video of Brandon with another woman. I'm like, okay, well. There's nothing I'm going to do about it. I'm not even going to say there's a video out there because I hadn't seen the video. So that weekend went and passed. I never saw it, and I just thought, okay, well, there's a negative story about a guy. I hope it's not true for Serene's sake. But three days later, on Monday, May 8th, 
they released a joint statement that they had broken up. So I figured there was something to the story. It didn't just come out of nowhere. And then all of a sudden they kind of broke up out of nowhere. But again, I didn't see a video. No video had surfaced anywhere. It hadn't been leaked online. However, um, the week before I left for my party, which was the first week of June, my fan appreciation party in Las Vegas, Tuesday of that week, I left Thursday morning, I was sent the video of Brandon in a club with someone that clearly wasn't Serene. And that weekend, I had reached out to Serene uh, once I received the video, but I, I had never heard back. But I was able to confirm through other sources that, yes, it was Brandon in the video, Will from that's currently on Bachelor Paradise. He's in the video there, so he's kind of an accomplice. He knew what was going on with Brandon. Uh, the video was taken on Cinco de Mayo in Austin, Texas, at a club called Superstition. Three days after the video was taken, Serene and Brandon posted a breakup statement on Instagram, and Serene hadn't posted anything since. And I was told that Serene was made aware of this video and had seen it. I wrote that at the time, back on June 7th, when I posted the story. And I didn't want to post a story before I left for Vegas because that's never a good thing to drop a bombshell like this and then go out of town. So um, the video, I was surprised the video hadn't gotten out because it was making the rounds that weekend. But like I said, at the time in June, I was like, look, this is Brandon in the video. This was on May 5th. Three days later, they released a joint statement that they were broken up. I basically said, put two and two together. This is the reason. And, of course, I was doubted. And I'm just here to tell you, like, I'm not out to ruin people's lives. That's not what I do. And I would never, ever, ever, especially after what I've been through in the past, you know, with the Jenna story and stuff like that, I've, I, I hope you can understand and seen my track record since then that I'm not just going to just willy-nilly run with stories. There's a reason I put that video out there. I had it on a very, very solid source. Now, if I didn't have that video, that story never would have ran. I never would have talked about it. Even if I, even if the source told me, yes, there is a video out there and that's the reason Serene and Brandon broke up, I would not have run with that without the video because, like I've said, Nowadays, the only time I'm running with negative information about a contestant is if the person who comes to me and tells me about it goes on record or there's photographic or video evidence. Well, we had video evidence of Brandon in a club with somebody that wasn't Serene three days before they announced a breakup. So when Serene went on Caitlin's podcast yesterday, she talked about that video. Basically, the person I'm assuming who sent me the video had also sent it to Serene, but Serene never saw it. And I guess the person who sent Serene the video, because if Serene's not following them, it goes to her request folder. And I don't know how many emails Serene gets in her request folder. I don't even know how often she checks her request folder. But basically, that person went to somebody on Serene season, one of Clayton's women, and told that girl. And then that girl informed Serene, hey, someone says there's this video you might want to check. She said she messaged you. And Serene said... So I went into my DMs and I saw and it popped right up. And then she told Caitlin it was irreparable damage at that point. Not that they were like, they weren't already having issues. She did say that, but they were in therapy and they hadn't gone to couples to counseling together. But she said right after she was talking about the video, she said it was irreparable. 
So it was nice to be vindicated yesterday by that podcast, but it was a really interesting talk. I listened to the whole thing, and if you're interested in that, I know it was six months ago, but if you're interested in that relationship and what went down and and everything that Serene was going through, because I, I thought Caitlin asked a really good question when she said, look, when you guys released your statement, it was a very amicable statement, and you were posting pictures from your relationship. Like why? When you knew this was, you know, when you knew this was out there, and she's just like, I was basically in a in a daze at that point. That's what Serene said. Like I just couldn't believe what had happened. So that was a really interesting uh, thought by Serene, and um, good question by Caitlin there. So if you want, if you're interested, go listen to it. It's Caitlin's Off the Vine podcast, but a very very good interview, and I'm. You know, I while I am happy that I'm vindicated because I know I was doubted back then and people thought I was just trying to stir shit up and I never was. I knew it was the reason uh, the last straw for the breakup. I wouldn't have posted it otherwise. And I vetted my source very, very well back then. And I was just like, is this is, you know, I mean, it's it's certainly looking like it because we had never seen anything publicly that there was problems between Brandon and Serene. And then all of a sudden, three days after uh, this video took place, there's a breakup. So it's like, okay, (laughs) you know, it's not hard to put together, but some people didn't want to make that leap. Some people didn't want to come to that conclusion because, I don't know, they wanted Brandon and Serene to stay together or, most likely, they just wanted me to be wrong. People just love when I'm wrong and they think that I'm out to get people and all I'm doing is trying to ruin people's lives and that... It couldn't be further from the truth. My track record has proven that over the last few years. So um, nice to be vindicated, but all in all, just a really sad story all around for Serene. I really felt bad for her, and even listening to that podcast yesterday, um, it couldn't have been easy. It couldn't have been easy to come back, come come forward with this six months after it happened. You know, she didn't address it back then. When I did post the video, she never addressed it. I think she made. I think she kind of threw some shade here and there on maybe some Instagram posts or maybe it was a TikTok. I can't remember, but it's the first time she's ever openly addressed it and talked about it. And you know, she pretty much gave you the reason. Like, yeah, saw that video and the damage was irreparable. So interesting, interesting podcast. Go check it out off the vine with Caitlin and Serene. One quick thing to talk about in regards to Survivor. And I was thinking about this, and then I was reading Dalton Ross's recap of Wednesday's episode where Sean basically self-eliminated at Tribal Council and said, I miss my husband. And the interesting thing to me was, and I tried to get an answer yesterday, and I still don't have an answer, is Survivor is not like The Bachelor. When you get eliminated on The Bachelor, whether it's first rose ceremony or every rose ceremony, basically up to final three, the second you're eliminated, you go home. On Survivor, you have to stay the whole time of filming because they don't want it known, even though nobody knows who the people that are out there unless you go to certain spoiler sites. They wouldn't even know who to look for to be home, but and it's not nearly as uh, as followed that way. But you have to stay the whole time until filming is over, and then everyone flies home basically after filming is over, even if you're the first person eliminated after one or two days. You have to stay in Fiji. Well, that was the old Survivor when it was 39 days long. With 26 days now, I don't know the answer to that question because it didn't make a lot of sense for Sean to say, 
I miss my husband. Of course he can miss his husband, but his whole point was vote me out of this game. I miss my husband essentially saying I want to see him. But then you're like, well, wait a second. If you have to stay till the end of filming, you're not, by eliminating yourself, you're not going to get to see him any earlier than if you would have lasted all 26 days. So I reached out to Eliza, and she said, you know what? I don't know if they do that anymore with the 26-day filming. She goes, I don't know if you have to stay the whole time. So maybe I'll reach out to Stephen Fish back tomorrow. But I thought that was interesting by Sean. Dalton Ross brought it up in his recap of the show, basically saying the same thing. Like, you're not going to get to go home earlier. Everyone has to stay. So the fact that Dalton said that makes me think that they do have to stay, and that was just a BS reason by Sean to get out of the game and essentially just quit. We'll see. Golden Bachelor last night, th- there were a couple things that, that kind of stuck out to me on this. And look, I do not know Sandra and her daughter's situation. I don't know if her daughter's wedding was just like them going to a courthouse and getting married and, and whatnot. I don't know any of the dynamic about their family. But the fact is they were close, close enough that they were allowed. Gary and Sandra called her daughter on FaceTime because it was the day she was getting married. And I know Sandra said, because Gary found out that Sandra had come film the show. And that day was when her daughter was getting married. And Gary's like, you know, I can't believe you did that. And Sandra gave the reasoning that her daughter told her, I've found my man. You go find yours. And maybe that's the case. And I don't know how old Sandra's daughter is. Maybe this is her second marriage. Maybe it's her third marriage. I do not know any of the the dynamics of that. All I'm saying is I'm really, really surprised that a mother missed her daughter's wedding so she could be on The Golden Bachelor. It just... I'm I'm surprised. I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm surprised. That's kind of a big deal. But I don't know the dynamic. Maybe she missed just them going to a courthouse. I I don't know. But if this was an elaborate, you know, 100-person wedding, 200-person wedding, and and this was her daughter's first wedding, and I really hard to believe that Sandra would miss it to go on The Golden Bachelor. But who am I to say? I, I, I just don't know enough. But that piqued my interest. The Kathy and Teresa feud continues. Well, it continued this episode. It's not going to continue anymore because Kathy got eliminated at the end of the episode. But I feel like, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like this really was a whole lot of of nothing because Teresa wasn't and hasn't been malicious when she has been relaying her connection with Gary and relaying stuff that happened. I just think Kathy didn't understand. Like, I understand where Kathy's coming from. Like, I don't want to hear it, but that doesn't make Teresa a bad person or she doesn't know how to act. You know, we've seen people come back and rub it in people's faces and Teresa never rubbed it in their faces, at least intentionally. And Kathy, you know, the thing is, As far as I know, maybe there were other women there that felt the exact same way that Kathy did. The problem is, if there were, we never saw them. So it was only Kathy that just constantly kept calling out Teresa. Don't talk about this. You don't have to tell us this. And I don't know. I'm I'm just saying thank God that feud is over. 
<laughs> Put it that way. He sent Nancy home during the day. And that was just kind of out of left field. Like he just she went and talked to him, and I don't know if it had to do with the fact that she had a boot on her foot. When did Nancy get hurt? I totally forgot all this, unless it was never even addressed. But did you see when Nancy that had a wide shot and Nancy had a boot on her foot? Did she hurt her ankle too? Because April faked it at the pickleball game. And I guess that cost her a rose because her and Kathy were the two that went home at the rose ceremony. So it was just, it was an interesting episode. They threw in some drama. They threw in some pickleball. We see that Joey, this was, you know, filmed back in September before Joey started filming The Bachelor. They released a YouTube video online, The Bachelor at ABC or the Bachelor ABC released a video online that the day of the pickleball date that Trista and Joey were on, Trista was the actual one to tell Joey he's the new Bachelor. It was before the women arrived for the pickleball date, and she walked out there, and it's like a two-minute video on YouTube if you want to go look at it. It's really weird because Trista seems 100 times more excited that Joey's the Bachelor than Joey was. It almost seemed like Joey knew, and they said, all right, we're going to film a two-minute segment of Trista telling you that you're the Bachelor. Just act like you didn't know <laughs> because it, it, he didn't seem remotely excited. And I'm not saying that Joey's not excited to be the Bachelor. It just seemed like it was something he already knew or has, was very highly suspicious of that he was going to be the Bachelor because Trista was the one that was giddy and excited and, and screaming <laughs> that he was the Bachelor, and he immediately it's, – it's just like he knew. Watch the video. Let me know what you think. Bachelor of Paradise last night certainly was – it had a lot. You know I wasn't a fan of the Poop Baby storyline. And we started off immediately. The whole first, I think, seven or ten minutes were about Samantha, Sam, and is she going to poop or is she not? And it's been ten days. Here's the thing I guess I was surprised at because I've had spoilers for Bachelor in Paradise. I guess I need to put them in writing because I keep getting asked about them. I'm like, I've put this out on Twitter already, but I guess it's just getting lost in my tweets. And I and no, I have not put it on Instagram. I got to put everything together so everyone has it. But I didn't know what happened with Sam. I had no idea if she was going to poop or not. But I guess I was surprised that after all that, it ended up being, yeah, she's still backed up and she's got to leave. <laughs> I, I actually thought that there was going to be something that actually happened. Like she was going to have a movement within her insides and she was going to get to say. I had no idea that that was going to be the ending. It almost seemed anticlimactic, didn't it? I think we were all thinking that she was actually going to poop and stay and carry on a relationship with Aaron S. <laughs> Fooled me. <laughs> I was like, really? We spent all this time for her to just be like, yep, still in the same spot as I was 10 days ago. Guess I got to leave. Very, very weird storyline. I'm just glad it's over. Hell, I don't even know if Sam got to come back after she did relieve herself. I have no idea. I don't think so, but... I, I don't know. So John Henry came down to the beach. He was a second row ceremony elimination on charity season. Wasn't involved in any drama. Super shy. He gets down to the beach and all the women love him. 
and he went on a date with Olivia. So now Pilot Pete was worried. Uh, John B. came down. He took out Eliza, so that made Aaron that made Aaron worried, but we all know how it ends up with Eliza and Aaron. So anybody that knew the spoilers wasn't really thinking that John B was going to steal Eliza away. The other big thing was the Braden, Rachel, Sean triangle, love triangle. If that's what you want to call it. I, I'm siding with Rachel on this one just because Sean basically went to another woman when Rachel in her head thinks that Sean wants her and Sean tells another woman, Hey, I want to shoot my shot with you. And Jess said, yeah, no, I'm got a good thing with Blake and I just don't see it between us. And then goes back to Rachel. So the issue, I guess this then just becomes, did Braden cock block Sean? Well, I I don't, I don't know. I didn't really have an issue with Brayden telling Rachel because she didn't know. She didn't know. I mean, if, if I mean, that's Sean's like mad at Brayden, but it's on you, Sean, because you were the one that was questioning Rachel, saying there wasn't a connection there, and you really wanted to see if there was something with Jess. So how can you get mad at Rachel for kind of going off on you when she thought you were all in on her? I'm sure some people will side with Sean and some people hated what Braden did. I just, I wasn't, I wasn't all that put off by what Braden did because Sean was very vocal about what he, how he felt about Rachel. So if he wanted to shoot a shot, I, I just think it was a really dumb shot to shoot when Jess was already pretty much coupled up with Blake at that point. Like we've never seen her not with Blake. I don't know what she thought was going to happen. I don't know what he thought was going to happen. That she really was going to dump Blake for it. I mean, I guess that's the whole point of shooting your shot. But as we can see, it completely backfired on him. And then obviously the talk of the episode was the very end where people were putting in the truth box about Cat and they think Cat is using Tanner. And after she allegedly used Braden and we saw that conversation last week, and Aaron S. basically feels that way and told Kat about it, and then Kat is screaming in her ITMs, I am a graceful and charismatic person, just yelling at the top of her lungs. In an ITM, not yelling to... She definitely yelled at Aaron, but then yelling in her ITM, and I'm just like, what? First off, why are you yelling? I understand you're upset. And again, Kat... She's the one who last week made sure everybody saw on her Twitter account that she ended up deleting about all these things that basically blamed her conversation with Braden on editing. And I had tweeted out last night like, hey, are we? I wonder what Kat's tweet's going to be this week about how the editing made her look bad in that, you know, but it, I, that one wasn't editing. It's like they left it in of what you did in front of the camera, which was scream at the top of your lungs that you were a graceful and charismatic person. Is this the new... Genuine and real, graceful and charismatic. Someone needs to put that on a T-shirt. I'm a graceful and charismatic person with 10 exclamation points after it and in all caps. But yeah, I just didn't think it was a good look for Kat. And she's allowed to have feelings. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying she's not allowed to have an emotion, emotions, but 
Has anybody else on the beach yelled into the camera as much as Kat did last night? Nobody else is losing their shit over something that, you know, I just, people date around on that show. You're allowed to date around. Like, I, it seems like she's blaming other people for how she handled her breakup with Brayden. I don't, she shouldn't be getting this upset. But I guess that, does that sound like me saying she's not allowed to have emotion? I don't know. It just, I, I think I think I have the sentiment of a lot of people who were watching last night saying, why is she yelling? So I guess it's confusing. Let's just watch her Twitter account this week to see what she says or how she, uh, how she defends that last night. I don't know. Should be interesting, though. And finally, the challenge last night, season two of Challenge USA. We have crowned two new winners. The finals for the men were Bananas, Corey, Fessel, and Chris. For the women, Desi, Chanel, Tori, and Michaela. That was a brutal challenge. That was a brutal final. I'd say day two was rough. But it's so different than MTV because MTV literally has hour and a half episodes and they carry that finale out over two episodes. To condense a whole finale into one hour with eight people in the finale, it just seemed like it goes so quick. And congratulations to our new winners, to Chris and Desi. They deserved it. And especially Chris, who was an underdog all season long. I guess I never saw that one coming, but maybe now looking back on it, I should have with how many times he won in the arena and how much camera time he got this season. His edit does make sense now. But to cram all that into one hour, it's like, like he won it. I'm just saying, as a viewer, I much prefer the MTV finale carried out over two weeks and 90-minute episodes. It just goes so fast. And... I don't know what Fessel's is. I don't know if Fessy can ever win a final. He keeps saying, if you think I'm never going to win one of these things, you're crazy. Based on what? He's not a good runner. I don't think he's great at puzzles. He sucks at eating. (laughs) And what, and what, and the other thing I didn't like, what happened to Michaela? I understand she fell, you know, she, her legs cramped during the race. They had the paramedics. We never got an update on Michaela. I guess she didn't finish the race, but it would have been nice to know, hey, Michaela, get some, get some, you know, some words on the screen telling us what happened with Michaela. And Chris and Desi are still celebrating and screaming and hugging each other, and the credits are running. Like, it ends so abruptly. It, I just, again, I like the MTV one better, but. Hey, congratulations to them. And I like the fact that we got two new winners. It would have been interesting if Bananas won an eighth title, but I really like the fact that we got two new winners. Chris, this was his first season ever doing it, and the guy beat Fessy, Bananas, and Corey in a final. I mean, he's going to be a challenge. Uh, He's going to be a a top dog in future seasons for sure because clearly – what was his record in the arena? 4-0 or 5-0? And he wins on his first season he's ever done with a lot of proven veterans there. Desi, in only the second season she's ever done, she is now a beast in this. 
I, I I'm really looking forward to them in future seasons. I can't wait. But it was a it was a good season. I enjoyed it. I just you're only getting so much on the CBS version of the show. We're so used to 90 minute episodes and more time spent and hookups and all this stuff on MTV. And maybe we'll get that with the the one that starts next Wednesday with the new challenge champion and you know I forget that I always forget the title of this new season, but new challenge champ or whatever starts next Wednesday. I'm in MTV. Oh, God, now my Wednesdays are are filling up again. But anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also, rate and review if you can. Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now. Again, I hope everyone has a great weekend. I thank you all for listening, and I will talk to you on Monday. See you.